You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Actual still like not kayfabe or believes in the kayfabe like MJF and AEW is probably the best classic heel at this point <laughs> where he's able to cut scathing actual promos while actually st- while staying in character. And when Jake the Snake came back, he also cut a solid Jake the Snake promo. Even red at, light like, is to be believed. I believe we are live now, yeah. and welcome to a new exciting episode of Low Key on the We Are Libertarians Network. Hi, my name is Harry, the AKA the Moving Target. I'm here, as you guys can hear, like, yes, yes. If you guys must know, we get behind the scenes, we still talk about all this stuff. It's just usually during these hours, we hit record and let you guys in on the fun, the, the stuff that we. We, we we clean up for the rest of you because we don't have time to hit pause on YouTube pictures like that. But of course, I am not alone. You know, I do not fly solo. At least I try not to. And I bring along some of the best people to me on the Weird Libertarians Network here in the basement. I bring, I've got Rhino with me. Rhino wants to go say hi. Hey, everybody. Sorry, I'm eating a zinger. So, oh, cool, cool, cool. We're just going <laughs> to eat on air. That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. Why not? Why not? That's what, that's chatting, we're doing now. That's what we're chatting, doing now. Right? As as shutting we're down the studio. Crunching. I'm shutting down the studio. As long as there's not, not that we're not crunching <laughs> chips or crunching, making crunching noises. That's out. God. I need to do Don't that. need that in my ear. Uh, Vincent, thanks for you for laughing at that joke. Vincent's also here. Vincent, would you go, go say hi? Hello, everyone. I'm here as always. Uh, fresh from making a scalger suffer yesterday. Uh, we'll talk. We'll talk about that more when we do the next media thing. But oh, Scalger did suffer. He suffered Good. a lot. Good. I like when he suffers. Hi, Christy. Hi, Christy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I should probably do that as a skit. You know, just me just threatening to turn turn off the studio when some bad stuff happens. That's it. <laughs> I'm shutting the studio down. Cut the lights off. Wrap this stuff up. Just do people even know what that show is anymore? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> You're right. You're probably right. <laughs> that 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 was dated when the Chappelle show did it. I know, right? Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, yeah. That's I I will open it back up, but you're gonna have to go to let me find like some local like apple farm. Give me some apples. <laughs> but it has to be a specific. Crap, I need a Granny effort. Smith apple. I know we need to do that. See, boom, we boom, boom. Look, look, look. <laughs> you know, any business must have sponsorship. We got cool skits for you guys. Look, look, we got skits. <laughs> We're ready to go. Anyways, um, so as you guys can hear, like uh, the, the topic we wanted to bring out superheroes, but we started talking about like wrestling again. Uh, as you heard, Vincent uh, complaining about kayfabe, and you're right, kayfabe is dead. I was um the I got really mad. I was listening to the local radio station here, ninety three point one WIBC, and I got very upset with them. Um, because they had a a wrestler, you know, doing you know, actually like, but he's he's not wearing his, his wrestling name. He talks to him behind the scenes because everyone brings up like that. So he, but he's on professionally with his real name, and they keep referencing it up, and they then they cracked a joke with it, right? And they were just like, "Dude, you just cracked a joke with my wrestling persona. I've got to keep kayfabe, right?" And then they got mad at him for just like. I have to keep. You can't reference my my, my persona because if you do, I have to act my persona. Mm-hmm. You know, it's- yeah, yeah. Uh, 
the, again, the, the, the other example I was talking about is in AEW, MJF doesn't break character. Mm-hmm. When he does meet and greets, he literally treats all the people that are there to meet him like shit. Because he's a terrible person. His his whole thing is that his character is a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. There's literally pictures of him flipping off eight year old kids there to sign posters for him. Mm. He's like, ah, oh, fuck, fuck that kid. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. His that's his whole character mm-hmm. is that yeah. he's a little shit. Yeah, and if, and if you liked heel characters growing up, you would have loved that. You know, I loved heels. You know, I would have loved it. You know, I loved it. Like uh, like when you're snubbed. <laughs> By the heel, like when you stick your hand, like if you're you get tickets, you're at the gate and you stick your hand out there for the heel, and the heel snubs mm-hmm. you. It's just like, oh, so good. Yeah, it's like, it feels like, so good. I don't know if you know the story about Chris Jericho. That he actually got in trouble because he was in the elevator with mm-hmm. this uh, dad and his son. Yeah, and this is when he was being he had his massive heel run as champion, mm-hmm. and they were trying to be nice, and he and he's had to keep character the whole time. He treated this dad <laughs> and this kid like total shit because he was, he was in character. He had to be a heel. He didn't want to break that. Everybody knows that Chris Jericho right now is the guy who shoved, who punched. Uh, at HBK's wife in the face, <laughs> you know that's who this heel character is, and he and he got in so much trouble because this dad and kid were getting were getting really upset that he was just ignoring them and talking down to them and treating them like shit. <laughs> Gotta keep kayfabe, baby. <laughs> yeah, and there's also the other thing because it's just people who don't like treating people nice who are faces. It's like I'm not, you know, like I can't keep the, I can't keep being this nice. Right. Yeah. It's always great when you can just when people yeah. are able to keep character and understand yeah. who their character is. It's like The Rock, you know, he didn't really become a true face till he got rich, okay? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, when they when they stop letting him just insult people mm-hmm. uh, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. <laughs> yeah, when you're rich, you start insulting people it's like, "Boo, boo. Ooh, These, are boo. These are real. These are real. You're heel now." Yeah. All right, nice. yeah. Mm. So I did plan on uh, making like myself some hot cocoa and drinking hot cocoa through the show, but now I am drinking um, whiskey honey because like mm, they do a little, a little sweet little burn, uh, yeah, to get me through this episode tonight. Um, as you see that uh, we're in tie dye. I know, I know. I look like I have. Uh, I went through uh, Reinhold's uh, wardrobe, but uh, you know. <laughs> You should have said something. I would have. I would have buddied up and got some. I have some tie dye. I could have wore. <laughs> we should do that during the summer. We should do an episode. Get the lavalier mics out and tie dye for an episode. You know, sit out there on a Friday. We can do it on a Friday episode. We do a long form Friday at the studio. Tie dye. Tie dye in front of it, right? While we're doing it, because they'll drive on Because we do it at the beginning of the show, right? They'll drive mm-hmm. on the end of it and be able to put them back on. We were. Um, I was. Probably a seven years old, and we were doing this like summer camp at this park right next to where I live at. So it was like a a one week thing where I would just go for the day and then go back home. And while we were there, one of the things we did was we made candles, mm-hmm. wax candles, and then we did tie dye. Right, so that was fun. That was a, that was that was a good experience to learn when I was a kid how to do tie dye. Okay, all so right, right, hippie like me. I've done this, I've done this a couple times, but you know, I have a, I don't keep tie dye in my wardrobe. Sounds but also my wardrobe is mainly graphic tees of 
anime or video game stuff. So, I mean, mm-hmm, that's just mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. my wardrobe. Is. Yeah. And your uh, Coheed and Cambria cover band gear. I mean, obviously, yeah. but that's, that, that's for later. You know, I had to keep, I had to keep an entire chest full of flannels just in case. <laughs> I feel like going, <laughs> I'll just pick you up a bunch and just so you can have the photo. <laughs> just have it. So summer, summer's, Summer is hippie, winter is uh, grunge. Is that what we're doing? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I, you know, I, I enjoy the wardrobe changes. Um, so this episode, we actually do have a topic to talk about. No, we're not, you know, get in line with Vincent's angriness. No, we're not going back to stuff like that. One, because I've got to watch Gundam Unicorn, and I have been busy, and I haven't picked it, picked it back up. Uh, because there's like... I kind of remember Gundam Unicorn, but there's a key change in it that I don't I don't remember, and I couldn't really spell it. I was like, okay, I got to rewatch this thing. That's fair. When I talk about it, you understand what I mean, or if you've watched Gundam Unicorn, you understand about the flip I'm talking about uh, that happens in the show. All right. So, but we are talking about, and which I wanted to talk about is which I brought it up to a little bit on Saturday when we were recording the big show, um, but. Um, and then it went off in a direction, um, which I didn't want to go off into, which I like, uh, which Reinhold does what Reinhold does. sees anger and charges for like Reinhold, rhinoceros. And I had a wave in front of him. Hey, 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 no, 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 no. But it is, I wanted to talk, talk about DC movies. And he thought I wanted to talk about Henry Cavill. <laughs> and that is not what I wanted to talk about. My main I just thing. thought that's what precipitated it. That's oh yeah, yeah. Technically, it did because it brought it up to the forefront. Mm-hmm. So you're, but also you're, James Gunn, just in general. Yeah, James Gunn in general. So as everyone knows, um, Henry Cavill is not putting the cape back on to be Superman. I don't care. I don't like Superman. Mm-hmm. I don't care. <laughs> don't care. I don't care. <laughs> so sad. Don't care. <laughs> um, what I do care about, what does bother me, right, is the potential rebooting again of a DC cinematic universe. And they're trying to make a D- DC cinematic universe or just rebooting the series. And what I have concerns with going forward because of James Gunn's post and everything else we're talking about is what's going into the future of DC um, uh, movies. And there's a whole superhero movies in general is what I have issues with. Um, so this is what the discussion was going to be for a little bit tonight. If you don't stay in order to it, to F and back, this was my, this is our show. We do what we want. We talk what we want. <laughs> All I can say is if you guys don't want James guns, tell him to come on back. <laughs> Guardians of the galaxy holiday special was so good. I'm sure that the third one's going to be great. We could use more James gun in Marvel. I agree, but I, I, I feel like the biggest issue with, DC stuff in general has always been that they can never pick a consistent idea across all their things that they're doing at mm-hmm. any given time. Yes. Right, but don't you think that this is the perfect person to actually in- complete that process to actually no. do that? No, I don't know. Absolutely not. <laughs> Cause he's not Kevin Feige. Is that what you're saying? Oh no, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just no, saying like, no, 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 I just don't think he can make a co- cohesive I don't think he's the guy. If he had to make a cohesive cinematic universe, I don't think he's got it. If they, if that's their biggest plan, he ain't got it. I don't think he's got it. They're, they're trying. The DC is trying to make James Gunn the new DC version of Kevin Feige. 
and why right. I think it, it could work, I have a lot of skepticism and a lot of uh, things that I'm worried about just in general for DC mm-hmm. as a whole, not just James Gunn running it. Right. Yeah, the right. issue, yeah, one of the yeah. big things is that they're restarting everything again. They've been... <laughs> I'm sorry, Scoutcha, but I'm really not, so we'll get into that later. Uh, but, but the... For DC's movies, especially after after they tried to cash in on this whole we need to have a shared universe thing that because of Marvel, they never were able to fully connect together a lot of things for their series. Because because you have things that are supposed to be comedies that have the same emotional and interesting feel as things that are supposed to be serious. So like Man of Steel and the original Suicide Squad movie shouldn't feel as close to similar as they do. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is one of the bigger issues of the universe for DC is that they can't really seem to pin down a way to move their universe in the same direction without copying pasting. Right. Yeah, but or, do you think maybe that they accept that and that's why they went out and got James Gunn? That they want somebody to come in and do what you say that you want done. He's just going to do it by taking it back to the beginning. Now, I can understand the need because you think something is so awful. Take it down to back to the studs and start over. Okay. All right. We've all, you know. We've all seen the studio. We all understand. Take down the studs to start over. Okay, <laughs> don't fix this. But um, but, my, but but that's my thing. Is it's like I don't want to watch Martha's pearls drop on the ground again. I'm done with that. I've seen that. Way I would too love many to times. not even see a Superman or a Batman in DC. I want let's let's they ain't got nobody. The they, other they ain't got, characters. They ain't got nobody. They ain't got nobody to make running like that. They ain't They're got bringing anybody. Lobo in. They're, they're yeah. dumping Aquaman if, finally. They're well, bringing they need Jason Momoa to put <laughs> <laughs> They effed him up like, I'll play Aquaman. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is a great Lobo. <laughs> the, but the thing is, to bring Lobo in, how are you going to introduce Lobo, right? How do you bring Lobo in? The thing is, hardcore fans know exactly who Lobo is. Someone's going to watch that, 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 that movie five times, knows exactly remember, who Lobo is. How many non-hardcore Marvel fans knew who the Guardians of the Galaxy were? Right, and I agree with that. Where you're coming from with that, Reinhold. But the other thing is that while they have a lot of... As of right now, there's a lot of general ideas. where, Mm. Where some of his ideas... So far that we know of, we don't know a lot yet. Right, we can, we're going off can tweets. have potential, right? Yeah, we're going off tweets. We have leaks in the little things he said. Right. Can have potential. We don't right. know that that James Gunn is going to write Lobo. Mm-hmm. He could just be. This is how I want Lobo to fit into what I'm writing. Mm-hmm. Th- that's just the kind of how the 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 Russos were with the Marvel movies for like the second half of most of the like for like most of um, Phase Three where they didn't have full control of what was happening to the other characters, but they knew where they were going to go with them. So while Lobo could potentially be a good movie that people want to go see, mm-hmm. there's also the, the other flip side of Morbius. 
of a character that nobody knew, nobody cared about, and then it came out and it just flopped, and it was so mediocre that it became a meme on the internet because it flopped. Watch Morbid Time. Put that on. I can put Morbid Time. We can not watch her together. Gonna go the Judge Dread route. I mean, Judge Dread was good. Okay, that was good. Which one? Which one? Both. Both were good. Alone one. Yeah, they're both were good. I love Stallone, but his Judge Dread was terrible. Movie. Oh come on, come on! It's so cheesy and good. Uh, <laughs> you sit there with, with, your with the Stallone movie. There's go. so many other areas to go with. You didn't have to go down another route. You already had Demolition Man. Just keep on with that. Do another Demolition Man. But the 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 remake. What? Oh, that what? That remake is so much better. Like I think I watched it like probably like five times. I'll admit that. Not the theater five times. I'm talking about at home. But correct me if I'm wrong, Reinhold. Didn't James Gunn do Brightburn? If I remember correct, the the movie that was basically dark Superman, but Superman, but he was like evil but it was just superman (laughs) it was just just like basically a superman movie you guys research that my other thing with it is because the other thing was like i don't want another i'm tired of super i'm tired of superhero origin stories right i don't care this is how they got their powers speed up faster faster you all own streaming services do a 15 minute small episode and put it there for people who don't know this thing and then let the movie just start let the universe start let the right i wish they would write it like when they're restarting everything but start with the justice league intact either it's getting ready to form but all the people are introducing they know that they know they exist you write like they know them exist just like Almost like how the CW writes it as they know there are other heroes and people are out there, but they can't mention them or talk to them. Cool. Just do it that way. You know, like even the freaking Arrowverse at one time was like, crap, there's magic. Let's get Constantine. Calls him up. He's an F in hell. <laughs> okay. Get Constantine. Okay. You know, you know, I can understand stuff like that, you know, but I don't want to like, it's not telling, telling, trying to tell me that the, I'm going to, we're rebooting. Superman, which is okay. All right, reboot him. You get a different actor, younger. Put on, okay, I understand that. I can get behind this. But it's not an origin story, but he hasn't met Lois Lane yet. He's still working for the Daily Planet, which I, which so is Daily Planet like a blog? It's like, you know, it's like Tim Pool Show. Well, you know, come on. It's <laughs> definitely not a newspaper. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, and it can't, be, it can't be like, and it can't be like CNN, right? Oh, because. Because JJ, it's basically like the Blaze. Okay, he's got a, it's basically a podcast. Okay, well, they did make it a podcast in in the Spider Man games, which was honestly some of the best parts of Spider Man games. We're just swinging around, and JJ is just like, "Listen here, you know the Mister Negative is doing this thing, but it's really Spider Man's fault anyway. <laughs> like, yeah, Mister Negative is bad, but it's because of Spider Man that we don't have any credibility to take care of these people." Yeah, but in, in like uh, Marvel Agents of Shield, they tried to do something like that when they did the Hydra flip, and they had a guy who was uh, basically twenty four seven Alex Jones, just propaganda for Hydra at the time, and, and it was it was oh, interesting to see cool. how they developed that. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was I, really I, good. I couldn't suffer that terrible show that long. It was so good. Oof, that, <laughs> is was the that is fourth, the fourth is, season that, of that episode. That show. Is right, so TV perfection. 
Wow. Wow. Hot take. Hot take. Eight. Whoa. Wow, right hole. Oh, right. Right hole. Rhino also openly said that it's like one of his favorite shows from Marvel in general. So, I mean, that's his opinion on that is basically because he really likes it. It's it's the best of something that he liked. Which I'm is not the only person who says oh, that. Of course not. I'm not saying that you're wrong. There's, there's a there's a group, a reacting group called Blind Wave. They got started. They started watching uh, Agents of Shield. Ha- near the end of that four season, he basically <laughs> turns to the camera and says, "If anybody says this isn't the best TV on right now, I will fight you." And then it did a fight thing, which is so, fair. Which I mean, I have again, I haven't seen it. I can't. I'll, I can't I'll fight anybody right now. I'll fight anybody right now if they could tell me Agents of Shield is is good. I'll fight you. Oh, right it home. is. You it fight? got really good. It's, it had it's to build show, on. But if you want to fight, the first, we can fight the first right two home. seasons, I will. I will give you the first two seasons had issues, but that fourth season was perfect. I gotta get kind of. So you really should watch anime. If you get through four seasons before it's right? good, you should right? probably watch I anime. An, I, I enjoyed anime it for you, Ryan Holt. I enjoyed it before because I, I understood what it was. And, and I got it and I was cool with it. It was fun to watch. It was like a fun mm-hmm. candy yeah. bar. But is they started serving steak in the fourth season. <laughs> it was not but, a candy bar. Oh man, Ryan Holt, if that's how you felt like I have a show called Attack on Titan where the first like Two seasons are trash. The third one's really good, and the fourth one, everybody's like, "This is the best thing in anime ever." And now they have the final season, part three, which doesn't make any goddamn sense, in my opinion. Why do you no, have three okay parts of the final I watch season? A, I will watch show. I mean, think about Supernatural. The first two or three seasons of Supernatural it, weren't the greatest. It was okay. They hadn't found okay. their idea. They hadn't found their footing. It was. They neat. hadn't figured out what the show was about until the it second different. season. It was different, right? And I, no, it, it became great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was no Agents of the Shield bad. Agents of the Shield was just <laughs> I like disagree. I forced myself to like disagree. Like, oh man, it was like I kind of. I think it. you were just in the wrong mind space when you saw it. What mind space should I be in? Expect to be know. entertained. <laughs> no, just, just the mind space of hey, this is a nice little because what they were trying to what they were trying to do the first two seasons of that show. What? were to take all the Marvel movies and mm-hmm. kind of show you what's going on in the background behind those movies. That would have been awesome. With if they did that. That's they what they were that. trying to do. They should do but that. they were hampered by a lot of the things that were going on with the movies at the time. Mm-hmm. Like they had to wait to do a reveal until the movie hit. Then that week is when they had the impact of it happening on the show. And then you had to do stuff after that. So, so poor timing of episodes. So what you're saying, probably. it could have had more better. It, it could have been better if this was on, if they had Disney plus back then and could control the release schedule better. Yep. Yeah. I okay. Think so. Okay. All right. I will give you that only because Fox is a piece of shit and <laughs> fucks up shit like that. And Disney fucks up anime. For, and, and Netflix too. You're not getting away from this Netflix. <laughs> but <laughs> y'all suck. Like, like, I, I will say I'm I am not one to slog through something that I don't enjoy until it gets oh. good. Oh, but so for you, me, that's not. That's not like, I can't. Like, we were like, you should watch Attack on Titan. It gets it gets yeah. good at season it, three. It, and it's like, it depends on how bad of a slog here. it is. It's like like with Supernatural wasn't mm-hmm. a slog. It was a fun little show. Yeah. But it right. wasn't what it was going to eventually be. You know. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's just a lot of shows like that where they start out rough, mm-hmm. but they find their groove later. And yeah. the question is, is can you can you enjoy the what it is at the beginning 
with the idea that, oh, this might get better. I can see where they're kind of going with this thing. I'll give it a chance. Or is it just, this is terrible. I can't stand watching it. I don't even know why I'm watching it. Just, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think I could like, I think a lot of it also, I couldn't get over um, as we just jump into age of the shield bashing here real quick. I couldn't get over the, what is it? Sky was, was the goofy hacker person um, girl that can girl. That is the key to the everything um, main character um, uh, who had pro tech hair. Oh, you know, um, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't get over her character and her bad. O said, we're legion. Oh, we found you right here. Oh, we've got, Oh, my password is locked by GPS. It's like your fucking shield. You can't. Yeah. Can't but once she became the like, superhero that she was, you can't intended to be. No, 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 day no one. For, for shield. Your, your, your passcode is based off a of GPS. Yeah. Cool. Cool. We run that website. We run this, the GPS. Satellites, just up there. Hold on. <laughs> we are what we say we are. Her, her hacker thing was quickly abandoned in the second season. Because yes, that they, had, they had trajectory for her. They couldn't get to that trajectory until the idea of mutants, which aren't mutants, yeah, you mean the inhumans? Something oh. in the in yeah, the inhumans had to become a thing in Marvel mm-hmm. for it to be introduced in the show, and that's the timing I was talking away about. Because it was trash. I love the Inhumans. There's that one guy who, if he spoke, could just destroy people. Where's that guy at? Oh wait, they got rid of his mouth. Never mind. Oh, we'll shit. talk about that later. Damn, damn, <laughs> damn. <laughs> oh, but they have like uh, a, they have a lot thing? of great. Where's that dog? Where's that big dog? Fit? See, Agents of Shield had a lot of great mm-hmm. Inhumans on the show. But where's the dog fit? It came in and out. The dog Lockjaw. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who's originally a human? Because <clears throat> comics. But anyway, and what, and what they did though in the show is they did try to explain where Inhumans came from, and that was genetic engineering by the Kree. Yeah, of course, because that's how it, uh, the, the alien mm-hmm. uh, transcribing inside the DNA stream. But the so. issue was is that they tried to use the Inhumans to replace mutants, and they never caught on because there are there's like two. No noticeable in humans, and we just brought them both up, <laughs> except for like Medusa because oh, yeah. she has hair that she can control. And well, those Quake. are the ones. A lot of people in, know Quake because of because of Shield. <laughs> she wasn't in the movies, but she yeah. was in Quake. Yeah, but yeah. but if I told you to name three in humans, you'd probably go Medusa, Black Bolt, and the dog. <laughs> and then and then I go all right, name three more, and then you go like. Quake, and then um, is that one uh, guy? The guy that that is uh, a, 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 a I don't know, man. I don't know. Believe Remember me, that man. guy that could do the well, thing? Yeah, because um, he. I, I, I do know. I know in humans because that's it's because I know comic books, and I would be like, oh well, there's there's the dude that's really good at who is really good at strategies, and his whole thing is that he's a tactician, and it made his mind better because of the Terrigen mist and all this other shit, and and of course well, Kamala Khan, which they changed in the shows yeah oh by the way just to say marvel failed mm-hmm. in not taking not taking that version of ghost rider that they had in oh, agents okay. of shield and giving him a movie right then okay they all right. fucked up that i will give you that the agents of shield it was slightly better than nicholas cage's version only better. I give it like one percent. The, the effects of him turning into better. oh, it was 1%. so beautiful. It was so good. One percent better. Bobby than Reyes was ten times better. 
one percent better than Nicolas Cage. One percent, just one percent. But yeah. uh, but you have to understand how good Nicolas Cage was. But going yeah. back, Nicolas going Cage. back to DC, yeah, Ghost Rider was my my growing up. Trust me, I had the episode, <laughs> I had issue one but, when it first came out. That was my mm-hmm. that was my jam. Nicolas Cage gets that bump that he'll just keep working as the checks keep coming, and it doesn't matter how big the checks are, he'll just keep coming in. I don't know why Disney never signed him a bunch because he would just keep showing up. He would be in everything. All right, like Ghost Rider oh, should have been. Well, what gets me is that he would have been in, he would have been in she Reyes. Nicholas Cage would have been a She Hulk. Robbie Reyes was in Agents of Shield. He was doing a great version of Ghost Rider. They showed yeah. how it went from Johnny Blaze to him. Mm-hmm. They covered that. It was great. Mm-hmm. And now they're talking about doing Ghost Rider again. It's like, well, we're not going to bring Robbie Reyes in and blah blah blah. And I'm like, uh, why not? Because, it, because they're trying to go established. With- they're trying to go with what's in the comic books because that's the thing is that Robbie Reyes like, is in the comic books. This I know, I know, but he's not the current ghostwriter. That's the thing. He's not the current ghostwriter. Danny Ketch is the current ghostwriter, and his whole thing is he could turn anything into a ghostwriter because comic books are stupid. It's like, oh yeah, this 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 eternal body that we're having the Avengers work out of, he possesses it and turns it into a ghostwriter. It's so stupid. Oh, man. So here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. Harry, no, I've got to say this. The reason why DC has the problems that it has (laughs) is evidenced in this podcast. We came on here to talk about DC and how DC was doing what it was doing and what its (laughs) failures were and what its things were. What did we end up talking about? How Marvel. trash Agents of Shield is because you brought up Agents of Shield and you had to know how uh, wrong other you stuff. are. Anyway, we were so talking about Marvel DC. before I said anything about Agents of Shield. You guys started talking about Marvel because that's where all the interesting stuff is it's, happening at. It's not interesting anymore. Okay, it's not interesting. We're but, talking about old IPs. Let's talk about DC. Let's talk about trash is. I'm tired. I don't want to see uh, Martha's Pearl, Shannon Girls. We don't find out that uh, you know. Why did you say that name? Why did you say that name? I don't want to watch this love story sprout between Superman and Lois Lane. I ain't got time for that. I've seen it. I've got three other Supermans doing this. Okay, you know what is like? I've got one with Dean. Like Dean Kane, Superman had did a better jump off than this. Yeah, Dean Kane, right? Dean Kane, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, Dean Kane was. Yeah, yeah. Dean better. It's like, can we just have them be a couple, be a thing? I don't cool, cool. They can be under their 30s. Fine. Just let them be a thing and go on. Okay. Just take Gotham and continue on from there, from the end of Gotham. Use those characters because they won't do that. They they developed, they've got older. I'll be fine with that. You should, they should saying. do that. They should yeah, do that. I'll right. be fine with that. The, the thing is, <laughs> they, like, they want to bring all these characters. In. They have a Superman prequel TV show. It's called Smallville. They built, they had Smallville for a long time, and it was a show that was about a young Superman. We've had seasons upon seasons of young Superman. Also, also, uh, Smallville gave us the Dukes of Hazard reunion we all wanted. <laughs> And and even in Smallville, they actually were pulled in ca- more obscure characters. Booster Gold was in Smallville, right? Booster freaking Gold. And Booster, Booster Gold was in Smallville. God. I've been like, all right. So the one thing like uh, Vincent and I already talk about is that how DC misses out by not having doing more stuff with Booster Gold and the question. 
All right. And Blue Spe- Beetle. Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. And Booster Gold, Gold Blue Beetle. Right. Because like this is, you know, this is deep lore for most people, but they can do almost everything they want to do with the cut these type of characters. If you want to have like a show explaining what the heck is going on and how things are connected, boom, you have the question right there. You know, you want to have some over the top, you know, bombastic thing that are going on over the top. Boom, freaking booster gold. You have a guy who literally comes from the future mm-hmm. <laughs> with a suit that is the only reason he's a hero is because he stole a suit from the future and came back into the past. And that's the only reason he's a superhero. And half the time, he just dicks around with Blue Beetle, mm-hmm. the the original Blue Beetle, Ted Cord. They just dick around. There's literally a whole sure. comic. There's a whole issue of the comic where they steal, <laughs> they steal <laughs> Martian Manhunter's Oreos, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he goes on a rampage to get his Oreos back. Oh man! And like the, the, there, the, there are plenty of deep deeper cut characters that are more like secondary characters in in DC that never get a screen time because mm-hmm. they keep trying to reboot this the series over and over and over again. We've had five different Batman in what 10 years? Uh what's the uh, Keaton? I said 10 years. Keaton, oh, 10 90. years. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. The last 10 so, years so we Affleck. had uh, we had Affleck. We had um, the Robert Pattinson. Now Pattinson. we had uh, the terrible Christian one. Bale. Yeah, the terrible one. Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. The, so yeah. we've had already three different super uh, Batman, but not counting the TV shows, which technically aren't the same continuity. So we had uh, the the Batman in in the Arrowverse, and then mm-hmm. Gotham, where they right. technically yeah. had Batman, but not didn't really show a lot of Batman. It was more yep. set in their universe, and then. We're not talking about Harley Quinn, which also has its own Batman. So mm, you're mm. you're under and and then you have the animated stuff, which See, aren't in the same continuity as anything else, but they also have their own versions of Batman, which are usually more interesting. That's mm-hmm. that's where yeah. things become a mess. The Harley Quinn show proves that you don't need origin stories. You could just no. pull people in and just let go. Let them explain, find out, let the people find out. Freaking the Harley Quinn show brings in so much like obscure lore sometimes that you have to know who the heck this person is or or find out like or they'll just explain it you know yeah you know like you know Doctor Psycho what I think they should do what I, I would like to do is take the already established stuff they've been doing on the CW put those people into a film mm-hmm. just continuing on and then have them encounter. These new, this new Superman, this new Batman, and then spin off those movies from it. They would, Instead but they've already introduced to... those characters in their own little universe. They literally have Supergirl and a Superman that shows up in the Supergirl show. Mm-hmm. So that that since yep. it would and be w- interesting for them to have different, these right. shows. It could right. just be a yeah. different actor. It doesn't have yeah. to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they have a they have a they actually have a Justice League building. Unlike most of the Justice League, I don't know if you've seen that episode in the CW where they actually have the old school Justice League building, which the Hall of Justice. They, yeah, it was the Hall and of they, Justice. It was the Hall of Justice, and apparently it was on the Star Labs um, like buildings, like on their payroll, like they had that they didn't know they had, <laughs> which was neat. I think, it, it sounded like something Star Labs would do. Like, oh yeah, we technically mm-hmm. own this thing. This There's just here. too much going on in in DC and too many hands fighting control, and they're mm-hmm. changing every so often because that's 
and they're losing. Yes. It's like they were going to bring, they were going to make a new Constantine movie using the guy who played in the show and who had his own TV oh, show for a while. It was really good. And then, oh no, wait, let's go ahead and bring you know Keanu Reeves back in and do a, a Constantine sequel Ooh. and Ooh. kick the other out of the curb. Mm-hmm. It's that's what I mean. That DC has. Again, that's why I call it. They have an identity yeah. crisis, just like in the comics. There's, they have no set identity, and every time they try to do something, everything is different. No matter where you're, they looking. need, they need an overriding architect mm-hmm. of the universe. Yep, right. And I think that they realize that, which is why they got James Gunn. Whether See, he can deliver on it is a whole different but story. But they're doing it uh, for the movie universe. But they're also going to have to, if he's going to build it from the ground up, you're going to have to reintroduce all these characters you've already seen before again. Again. Uh, So you have to, he has to do something different. If he's going to put Batman in it, but not have Robert Pattinson's The Batman in his universe, then what do you do? Now you have two different Batman movies coming out that aren't connected. Right. Well, you do what they did with Spider Man. You just, they all come together, bloom, 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 and then go away. But that's the thing is that. I would agree, but it's not more of. Imagine if they did that, but they did the Sam Raimi Spider Man. Spider Man Two of Sam Raimi came out, and then the next year, Amazing Spider Man came out, and then they weren't connected at all. But you still had two different Spider Man movies happening at the same time, and then you have you still have Spider Man Three coming out while Amazing <laughs> Spider Man is there, and it doesn't connect. That's what I'm saying is that if, unless. Well, those guys, they're going to put an end to that. They've got to, with an overriding director of that universe, they have to put an end to all of that nonsense that's going on. Yeah, but that, but he also said that he wasn't going to integrate the mm-hmm. the Batman stuff into what he was doing. Right. So that means that they, if they're going to use Batman, now they have two different kinds of Batman going. And there's a Joker sequel coming. Yeah, a Joker movie. <laughs> so it's like. There, there's so many hands in different pots that there's nothing holding it together. And if they want to make a massive connected universe, then they're going to have to pull in these non-connected things together. But he doesn't want to do that. He right. said that he doesn't want to do that. Yeah. He wants to let that atrophy off and die, is what he's trying to say, right? Sort of, but the bat but the the Batman, people really liked that movie. People enjoyed Robert Pattinson as, Some people as Bruce yeah. Wayne, He's and there's enough of people who, who enjoyed good it. Batman. He was a good Batman. Right. He was a lot better than Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. But they, I mean, he canceled the Batgirl movie, didn't they? I mean that that was oh. before he took over. And but, that was brand damaging. Okay. Yeah. But was a partial. But was a partially also because they knew they had to get a hold of this and bring in somebody in, and part of the negotiation was that. I mean, it could be, could be. but we, but be. that's that's but, behind the scenes stuff we don't yeah. know. Yeah, for we sure. don't know. Yeah, what we know is that it was labeled brand damaging. That and the Scoob movie sequel, those oh, yeah. two movies were so yeah. brand damaging that they got rid of them. Mm-hmm. That's not a joke. Yeah, that's what it was labeled <laughs> as. It's like, okay, um, how bad can this be? <laughs> but it's we don't know. We don't know. Is it, we can stipulate. Well, I wonder if one day we'll see it. No. No, somebody bootlegs it out or I gets hope. a copy somewhere. I, 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 I want to see it. I hope it comes yeah. out. I mean, the, I, the original I, unaired Doctor Who was released. Yeah, I like miss that we're ago. not we're not getting Batman Beyond. We've got we've got Keaton in a bat suit, and we're not getting Batman Beyond. That makes me angry. See, it, 
Well, see, it there was be- talk about this bringing Keaton back to do Batman, and now they're abandoning it, aren't they? Because she, because he was, he yeah, came because- back in the Batgirl movie. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. the whole thing. He was the coming back in the Batgirl movie. Yep. So but also, Val Kilmer, know, Batman Beyond. Okay. <laughs> Next time, well, Michael Keaton really needs to be back in the Batman, just for the Batman older Batman mm-hmm. Beyond type. Yes, that's what they need. Yes. That that yes. character, yes. they need yes. to do that somewhere. Yes. Even if it's not part of the universe, yeah. it's a side thing. Get Tim Burton back. When you saw him it? in Birdman, you had to know that that had to happen. Yeah. He should have been Batman. Yeah, but yeah, get Tim Burton back. Okay, all right. Tell him to put the put the come on, come on. Put Wednesday, put Wednesday down. down. Put Wednesday down. Pick Batman back up. Oh. Hey, well, he on. can do both. See, here's the thing. He kind of ruined his brand for a while. Let me hit that. He's back yes. on brand now with Wednesday. Tim Burton's always been on top. There's a lot of people who are like, Tim Burton's yeah. done after some of the last, like, Corpse Bride and some of the past oh, beyond man. that. Tim Burton's you know, always Frank been and like Weenie. And, uh, <laughs> no, but it, it, what really got it was the, the Alice in Wonderland movies. That's what that's Oh, the what Alice in Wonderland was. was like the death. That, that's that what was, like was what really the, tanked the his stuff. Line was, is in, he's done. It was both and of now those he's, movies. And now he's back. No, no. Tim Burton's always been okay. Okay. Right. He's, got, he's got Danny Elfman working with him on Wednesday. No, he's good to go. He can bring him into top. a movie. Never doubt. Tim Burton, talk to Michael Keaton. Make it happen. I know. Let's, let's Everybody loves working for Tim Burton. Everybody right. who works for him loves working mm. for him. Man, think about it. Like, we could, mm, you get Michael Keaton, you get Tim Burton do it, right? That means we could get old Nightwing with Johnny Depp. <laughs> Bring back Jack Nicholson as the Joker just for fun. Oh, oh god, that be oh <laughs> Jack Napier. Have Jack Napier come back? Oh, right all. Yes. What it sounds like you guys want him, them to just do the Dark Knight Rises or the Dark Knight Returns is what is what that sounds like. If Michael Keaton do that, no, no, well, what, no, what no. Com- I want Batman comic- Beyond. I want. Uh, I, I, I get that. There was the Batman comic book that was the Return old the Batman yes, who yes. Had retired and came back. Yeah, Batman, Batman Returns. Beyond, yeah. right? That's Batman, Batman Returns. So, Batman Beyond was was uh, Terry McGinnis and mm-hmm. the the young kid that was Batman. Batman Returns. Yeah. So, his old Batman comes in. Yeah, old Batman. With, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, they should do that. They're, they're both old Batman in that. Because that's what no. revived the whole Batman thought process. Because Batman was a done was over until Batman Returns came back. Yeah, that and that re-energized interest in the grittier Batman that was before that wasn't really going on before it. I don't want yeah. gritty Batman. I don't want that. No. No. But by gritty no. we mean I am talking more like what Michael Keaton did with it. All right, that's fine. It but was no darker. It was cothier. It wasn't DC Aquaman's Wonder Man, done. Superman Batman. <laughs> no, no, but yeah, Aquaman's done. No, no, I want Batman Beyond. Um, no, but yeah, Spider Man's not DC. I, I think what D- no I, I think what DC needs is the simple fact that um, you're right. They need an overarching architect, and they need someone that is not um, an individual contributor, but you put your right an architect. And I think, to me personally, I think James Gunn. Um, I haven't really seen him. He hasn't really think of building a universe, right? Now, 
if he's got someone in his ear that helps him build a universe, because like even like people who have built universes have struggled, like Favreau struggled, Josh Whedon struggled, but they made you know, but you know, they were also having some more leeway. This is a lot more money, a lot more things, a lot of moving parts into it, and the idea of giving it to a this lot guy. more pressure on his shoulders too, because mm-hmm. DC needs to have this happen this time they can't have another flub or but they need what they should do right is use the flash as the center point of the dc universe going forward like everything moves find a flash pick your flash and just move to it i suggest getting some older dude (laughs) you know the original speedster and have him run to universe and have everything like he's trying to fix things right i gotta fix the timeline i've gotta fix the timeline I think one of the big things that Mar- that DC has trouble with is that they're trying to rush something that takes time, right? Mm, when yeah, you when yeah. you look at phase one of the MCU, right? Let's go back to phase one of the MCU. Each of those movies were self-contained. They they really didn't have a lot of connection to each other. That they were yes, they were building to the Avengers, but each had their own individual story that they were telling that origin were focused stories. on their characters. Yeah, they were origin stories, but it was more origins we've never had before. before. Yeah, exactly. They're <laughs> characters we haven't seen before because Iron Man was what never had been in in movies. Like all these characters were like their very first, except for like Hulk. Their yeah, first Hulk. big movies, but then so the we like hadn't Lord. seen before, right? Yeah. So, if they really want to do this, what they if especially if they don't want to do origin stories, or if they're forcing themselves to do origin stories because knowing them, they're going to try to force like a pseudo origin story, kind of mm-hmm. like what they did with Spider Man uh, Homecoming, where where they didn't show Uncle Ben dying and they didn't show that kind of stuff, but they like kind of touched on it and referenced it without going full fledged into that being the thing. Mm-hmm. Is that each of the movies should be about the characters themselves instead of trying to connect them into something bigger? Because that's yeah. like almost all the movies they do try to connect to something bigger too fast. Because you had Superman and then Batman versus Superman. There was no build to it. It was just Superman movie and then Batman versus Superman. We're just gonna throw them in there. We're gonna make them ha- make this universe happen. Oh, and then Wonder Woman also shows up because we said. Because we For want him here, and we're also going to put in the one of the biggest bads, Doomsday, because we want him here. And it's just like you guys are rushing this too much. Like you want to do it. Well, oh, they I added Lex Luthor too. That was the yeah, thing. Exactly. Why are you throwing they Lex Luthor in at the same and, time? It's and they're just rushing all these things so fast <laughs> because they want to try to catch so, up to the MCU. Yeah, because so, that's what's the big cataclysmic. I, so, 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 I think listen, it would. This it would be. I'd be a fun billionaire show with like Lex Luthor, Oliver Queen, and uh, Bruce Wayne hanging out talking about things. I think this would be a fun billionaire show. Mm-hmm. What you do is you convince Ryan Reynolds to put back on the Green Lantern outfit one time to do Crisis of Infinite Earth and reboot everything. Well, well, they probably because Hal Jordan was Hal Jordan was the the protagonist in that Crisis of on Infinite Earth. This was back in the nineties, eighties. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, I I get that, and I totally understand that. But my issue, uh, I think, the best thing for them to do is to start with movies that are just about the characters. Because that's the issue, is that they're rushing these things. So, like, 
these characters need to have, it needs to be a movie that's based on the characters that has their own theme and feel for each character. Yep. And they they don't need to cross over. They don't need to connect to anything else. They use need a movie for that character. Correct. Like, I would love a a movie that is a either a buddy cop or a crime procedural for the Green Lantern Corps. Oh, that'd be good. You, you give me a Kyle Rayner is investigating a crime on a different planet, and that's how you introduce the different colored rings and a lot of mm-hmm. the other other Green Lantern things. Because now you mm-hmm. have a police procedural because they're the police of the spa- of space. Yep. You know, how, <laughs> so now you have a self-contained flat uh, Green Lantern story that is in space, and uh, now you can learn some of the space culture that aren't connected to stuff, kind of like what they did with Guardians of the Galaxy, because when Guardians came out, it wasn't connected to all the stuff on Earth. This is what you're learning about in space. And they just go through that in that kind of way where you where each movie has its own feel to it, and if they come together, it's it's more authentic that they come together because, well, now we understand how this character feels, and I want to see how this version of Barry Allen connects with this version of Green of Kyle Rayner. But see what they did with the Guardians of the Galaxy is they did still tie it into what was happening in their Thanos thing. Yes. Right. Yes. So do we talk about doing these individuals like we like you're talking about, but tie them into a big bad that you choose, like it's Dark Side or something, you know, and then have them chasing down that at the same time, and that's how they meet in a later movie, like the Avengers did. Yeah, it could, well, it just be subtle, yeah. subtle connections to it. Yeah, and honestly, I don't think it should be Dark Side of the first big go around. I think, yeah, you know, that's a, I'll just that, throw them out as I don't know. Yeah, who I know. Yeah, because Dark Side's a heavy hitter, right? Right. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. a, you know. Here's what I, I, honestly, if, if we were going to, if I was going to like theory craft a DC universe, I would have movies that are in particular. <laughs> uh, Orange Lantern Cord is still the best. <laughs> Each movie will have their own in particular character that they're focused on, and mm-hmm. it has hints to what this massive event's going to be. Yeah. Or you have s- small connections to what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, and, with someone, your- and with exactly. someone like uh, uh, James Gunn, you can do that. Right. Because you have an overriding architect, and that's, I think, what was and, missing the last 20 years of DC movies. And I and I agree. Again, like, I don't know. I haven't seen him build it, so I'm, I'm going to be cautiously optimistic on how he's going to make things work. But it also depends on the writers they get to write the movies and the characters they're going to use. Because I would much rather see, you know, if we're going to do a Batman story, we do a gritty detective or, or, or no we don't do gritty we just do a actual detective story where batman's being a detective mm-hmm. compared to it being you know whatever ninja. Uh, it's compared to be it being angry and pissed off yeah. over things compared angry to show or if they do a superman movie i want him to be i want him to be the light and the positivity that he's mm-hmm. supposed to be in the in the dc universe yep. he is the beacon of hope in the darkness. Mm-hmm. He is, he is the alien that is that understands what being human means, mm-hmm. and the fact that no that none of the movies can capture that part of Superman is frustrating. So I want a bright and shiny Superman movie. Yeah, uh, and while we have a we can still have a dark and kind of dingy Batman movie, 
I don't I honestly I want them to be a detective movie with Bruce Wayne and Tim Drake. Oh, that'd be good. And it's like Batman and Robin are investigating and the criminal can be one of the lesser or less important criminals. So it could be like classic penguin mm-hmm. or somebody that is or like or two face. Mm-hmm. Classic two face or mm-hmm. somebody that's already established as being like a like a crime lord without it having to be, oh my god, it's the Joker immediately. Right, or, yeah. Oh my God! It, it's a pain, or whatever. Yeah, and if you take that, if you take that detective and you and you make Tim Drake have a dog, a large dog who talked like this, row, then that would work too, right? <laughs> Sorry, terrible. I, I just had this vision in my head. I just yeah, had this vision in my head. And, and, oh, you're and, and, and you're terrible. And you're terrible. Yeah, but yeah, it's just, you know? and yeah, yeah. Rawr, but you're rawr. talking about reason why Wonder Woman works so well. Yeah, right, the first Wonder Woman was really good because it was a period piece mm-hmm. that was good. It was good up until the third act because the third act yep. they decided was, to, to shove it into being the superhero mold for no reason. It, it was really good as a woman empowering movie where the protagonist woman ends up running off with a guy as her worth. So, I mean, that's how all the Wonder Woman <laughs> stories are, to I'm, be fair. I'm, I'm, <laughs> to be fair, but I mean, we don't want to go into classic Wonder Woman because. Because that's raise a whole your, other can of worms. Raise to your talk hand about. if you would not have re- uh, ran off with Wonder Woman. I mean, you have a point. I would definitely run off with Wonder Woman if, if given the opportunity. But I mean, if we're going right. to talk about Wonder Woman, I mean, if we're going to talk about classic Wonder Woman, where she came from, you got to talk about the fact that originally the original writer like made her weakness bondage. Best weakness. <laughs> and like her being tied up made her lose her powers. Makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's it's science. It's yeah, yeah. perfect science. Yeah. <laughs> Classic Wonder Woman is a whole other can of worms. But but it's one of those uh, it's more interesting to have individual movies about characters instead of forcing it into a into a big massive thing. And that each character should have <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it should be a, a movie about a, a strong female character. It doesn't you don't need to have a theme for it, Paul? Oh, man, it was. I get where you're coming from. Yeah, but yeah, but, but the Wonder Woman was good. I didn't want to watch it because I was never been a huge fan of Wonder yeah. Woman at all. You know, her characters just mean nothing to me. Right, like I, if we're going to use not shocking like, to anybody. <laughs> right, just I only know really about her Justice League, and oh, I watched the old TV yeah. show too. So. Yeah. The spin and the. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't watch the TV show and really care too much for the Justice League. I grew up watching watching that and then watching Shazam and then watching The Incredible Hulk. Those are my shows growing up. Yeah. But it, yeah, it's them having. They need to understand that when you're making a shared universe, the mm-hmm. most important thing is to make it about a character without forcing the connection yep. to to everything else. Don't force and, the connection. Right, and like that was some one of the the things that was why I wanted to talk about like superhero fatigue. Mm-hmm. That's why I have it in the title. Is that like currently in the Marvel stuff, mm-hmm. I'm fatigued about watching it because they're trying to force everything together, no matter what. Yep. Like the three, like like Captain, like Falcon and Winter Soldier, WandaVision, um, Loki. They're all connected to things that already happened, or trying to to make it so it's all important connections together. And then mm-hmm. you also make 
WandaVision, which could have been a standalone movie, now it's immediately connected to another mainline yeah. movie, and it's just like all these things are now forced to be connected mm-hmm. to make because they want it to all be connected, right. and they're kind of losing the the concept of the natural growth of these things are coming together because mm-hmm. these characters are doing their own standalone things. Even the movies that weren't like the best, you know, Ant Man wasn't the best movie, but it was its own thing. Mm-hmm. It had its own situation. Like Scott Lang was being his own, doing his own thing over here. Yeah, and you felt like it was in that same universe. Don't trust right. the start. Don't trust the start. Don't do like so. You like all right. It was in the same uni- move the universe. You could feel right. it, but they were like having to be like forced connection. And you're right, and that's what it is losing. It's just like you just write the movie so it it it, it can fit inside the universe. And the other one is stop writing plot lines that just screw over every writer and director that comes after you. I think that happens a lot too. It's just like, and we do this, and then we're gonna kill this amazing villain. Yeah, they they did that a lot because they're trying to show the highest stakes early on. Mm-hmm. That's one of the biggest flaws of the of the MCU is they yeah, killed like a this, lot of villains. Mm-hmm. Like with what with Marvel did to to Deadpool in the Wolverine Origins movie that never happened. And we're not going to talk well, about. Well, that. Fox did to Deadpool. <laughs> whoa, whoa, that was whoa. a Fox That's true, true. That happened. Fox Marvel, yeah. but the timeline was corrected. <laughs> yeah, and Deadpool fixed. Yeah, the it is eventually corrected. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, the. Uh, but yeah, they 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 kill, off, a, they kill off so <laughs> many, they kill like, off so many villains for like no Mandarin. reason. And Mandarin picked me up because that's a great villain. It's like this is what you do with Mandarin. This this is what you do with the Mandarin. Right, like like they 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 killed off Red so Skull. Nice. No matter what they did with it, they they killed off Claw. Great, great they, they killed Skull. off Claw. Fucking Red Skull. What, what are you gonna do with Red Skull? He's just sitting there menacingly. <laughs> They killed off Claw in sitting on a in yeah. Black Panther. Right, quick! Like, was like ten minutes into the movie. Right. They, they, they showed they showed him in in Age of Ultron, but they killed him off. Mm-hmm. You know, they basically got rid of Ultron. Yep. And, even though that's a massive character that constantly is right. around for a long time, they just kind of slowly but surely picked off all of these interesting villains, and now they're going to have to introduce. The mm-hmm. ones that they didn't have before. Scrape that barrel. No, the, it's the ones they didn't have before. So mm-hmm. now they're gonna. The probably the main villains are gonna be Doom and Magneto. Now Doom. They didn't be, have them before. Doom would be a good overarching team. Which would be guy. fine, but uh, no, but they're right now. Actually, no, that's wrong. They're doing Kang now. That that's who their main villain yeah. right now is going to be, Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. But they he also was good was in the like, comics too. He spread across oh, a whole lot. He, he did. A, he's done a lot of stuff. He's also had a, also times where he's like the younger version of himself is a good guy, and a bunch of other nonsense with Kang. Kang me, a really we've already seen the old. Movie. We've already seen one of the versions of him that was a pretty good guy in mm-hmm. Loki. But call me when it's Doom all along. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> which I which I would agree with. Doom did try to purposely screw over Kane the Conqueror whenever he wanted. <laughs> like when when, they, when it was um, what was it? Secret Wars, the original Secret Wars. Him and Kang were just on a ship, and he's like, "I want to be on this power." Kane go fuck himself because <laughs> that's what Doctor Doom does. Yeah. <laughs> but it's more of like you you killed off Thanos, mm-hmm. and even then you, you while they did a great job with Thanos. Thanos was, and they they gave they gave basically gave him his ho- whole own movie with Infinity War. Mm-hmm. They they killed him off, so he's gone. They killed him off twice, technically. <laughs> you know, yeah. the 
I, I'm, I'm again. I'm op- I'm hopefully optimistic what they do with um, Adam Warlock in Gar and Guardians Three, but we'll anybody see what ever, happens. Everybody has anybody ever sat down and thought about the paradox that was created by the end of um, Thanos. The end of game, how like how everything is. I mean, that's. I feel like that they were trying to a, a, approach dealing with that with Loki because he mm-hmm. he 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 himself is a paradox, and they try to to try to fix the paradox stuff with the the time. Yeah, but if they wipe the timeline, then none of the stuff in the end game happened, and all half the universe is still gone. And they I know that they said, the timeline that Thanos they, they came did, from. But they did say in Loki that what they did was supposed to happen or meant to happen or whatever. But if it's meant to happen, then it happens. Then they've killed 2014 Thanos, who didn't can't collect the stones and then snap to begin with to set them on the path to go do that. All right. So if the Eternals are on the Earth and they need humans there so we could sacrifice it, wouldn't killing half of them? You know, make the Eternals want to fight Thanos. He has a point there too. <laughs> the Eternals would have showed up because you know that they're there. <laughs> but like, because they're there. Wasn't the, didn't they have an explanation of why they didn't do anything during the whole Thanos thing? I thought that was like m- mentioned in the movie. Oh, it's because they didn't. Uh, they don't want to interact in human affairs. <laughs> but 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 your goal is yet, to so I'm gonna... breed humans to get to a population. Don't. Don't don't. It's, it's, I, can, it's, I give you a fifteen-minute YouTube video. I'll condense it down for you. That's all you need. It's 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 me, but it's the. There's a lot of things that they're trying to push forward to, because they want to. <laughs> they pulled one out of the bum bum. Yes. <laughs> Yes, they pulled one out of the bum bum. But no, yeah, I can see it. Yes, the superhero fatigue for me is the over the top. This like I when they actually have a grounded character that are there, I still get this massive CGI like like Shang Chi, right? Shang Chi Mm -hmm. should have been this amazing martial arts movie and it should have got me hyped. But instead, it's the same Marvel over the top this over the top CGI fest. And then since Disney's have it, there's no broken bones, there's no blood. You know, it's it's like if. The problem with um, Shang-Chi is that it came after the movie Nobody, and we just saw a movie of somebody fighting on a sub, on a on a bus, and there's blood, broken bones, and they ain't none of this in this. You know, that's the other problem is Disney's holding the reins to everything, so we're not getting guns and gunshots. People are being hurt. You know, I think the Netflix um, Disney Universe, uh, Netflix Net, uh, Marvel Universe shows that like the Punisher cannot exist in this Disney fight crap. Also, um, so and then back up on Marvel too. By the way, just like yeah. oh, yeah. the, this we're talking about hero fatigue now, but yeah, yeah. that's a, hero that's for a reason. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah. Well, I was going to say, uh, go for it. Well, I was just going to pull it back to DC just a minute for a <laughs> small, funny little moment, and ask who do you think should play the Wonder Twins? Honestly, Olivia Munn and. <laughs> Now we're talking. And Kevin Pereira. I knew exactly where you were going. I like it. I like the Olivia Munn in anything. Trust me. (laughs) Of all time. Olivia Munn could read the news to me. I would be happy. The issue is is that that for me, uh, I don't, because I'm I'm not into watching a lot of movies right now. I don't know a lot of 
popular actors or younger, especially younger actors that would fit into the, the concept of being wonder twins. Cause you would want younger actors to do this. There's a lot of that kind of thing. There's like, if somebody goes, tell me who you think would be a good Wolverine. I don't know what to tell you because if you want a good Wolverine, you need somebody who's, who's probably in their mid twenties, late th- and early thirties. Cause you want them to be around long enough for you to keep, putting him into movies mm-hmm. without it um, being looking older yeah looking older until you want to jump to the him being old or dying or whatever mm-hmm. so i don't know who who to cast for that because i'm not that in tune with actors they got, and a, movies they got a, a cast for wednesday they could grab from there and they just throw them into the wonder twins no, no. We're, uh, I'm also hoping Tim Burton gets the gets the chance to make a Adam's cinematic uh, universe. I'm hoping we get two more seasons. We get. Two, I don't apologize, Escalja. I don't apologize. We get two to six more seasons of Wednesday. We get a Pugsley episode, and I re- <laughs> could really go for a silent uh, lurch uh, show. Okay, just a silent lurch show would be great. <laughs> just yes, people say you right. So. <laughs> Shut up, Escalator. We're not going to talk about that till we, t- till we do that media episode, Escalator. Let's see. Yeah, you're and I get another problem with with the end of um, Endgame. Yep. When they do the thing and they get rid of all the people who came from 2014 and they all go to dust, why does Gamora stick around so she could be in the freaking stupid Guardians of the Galaxy three? Well, why wasn't she dusted? Exactly. Exactly. But it's. <laughs> There's a lot of the thing. There's a lot of the logic loops in, and a lot of those movies you just have to go. Well, okay, because Tony Tony Stark's getting ready to go. Oh, I better save Gamora. Okay, then it's know. it's that's <laughs> move. Okay, up up down left right. <laughs> there's, okay. there's there's enough of that. But like, there's there's so much. The other issue I feel like is that a lot of people want to force cinematic universes it slowed down a lot now mm-hmm. but there was a lot of times we were like we need this to be a universe of something does remember the mummy reboot that they introduced they were trying, they were trying to hold dark dc yes exactly they're trying to do a build on the first dark day. universal movie they had all universe. these movies lined up ready to go and then the first movie came out and was so bad yes. it was literally franchise Killing, yes, like we're saying about Batgirl, that was that, yeah. (laughs) See, literally, they was able to make a like a bridge universe of like Tomb Raider and um, what's that other person with the Tom Holland and uh, what's his name, Nathan Drake, yeah, Nathan Drake guy, the Um, Uncharted, uh, yeah, Uncharted, do a universe of just them type of one, those adventure kind of things would be interesting, but it's. There's they try too much to try to make it. You guys remember yeah. when they decided to try to make a valiant comic book universe when they released Bloodshot mm. starring Vin Diesel, mm. which mm. went nowhere and died because the movie was not very good. Mm. <laughs> they tried that a lot. It's it's the concept yeah. of forcing shared universes is mm-hmm. frustrating mm-hmm. because they did it with so many things because. Because even now, like technically, they're trying to do a Ghostbusters universe with the new Ghostbusters movie, but like, like just make in at this point, just make that movies of things you care about. That hurts, right? They had here. a Ghostbuster universe with the comics, with the cartoon. Yeah, they had a. Whole I thought he was going to say 2016. Universe. That was great. Just jet him, <laughs> just jet him right out. <laughs> 
the cartoon, man. It was, it was yeah, the cartoon. Had, that's when they had a have slimer. Played, have you played the video yeah. game? Oh god! Like the the, the the first person, the first person one that was mm-hmm. actually really good. Where you were basically playing an actual Ghostbuster. Mm-hmm. Yep, oh, yep. You play the new recruit. Really the not the not Ghostbusters three Ghostbusters yeah. three video yeah. game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Have you played it? No, I haven't. Oh. I haven't played it. I oh, didn't hear oh. you know about it. Oh, oh. We'll, uh, we'll send it to you on Steve. You can look at this thing. It's a but it's got the original cast voice acting in it. Yeah. Right. Well, okay. I would have Walter Peck. Even you get Walter Peck. Walter yep. Peck is back. Yeah, they, they brought right. all the original voice actors so back, and you're playing this recruit. Mm-hmm. But it's a really good and one. He, Walter Peck gets his revenge on Vape. <laughs> By the way, Christy, I haven't seen the Uncharted movie. I played some of the games, but the Uncharted movie. It's good. Chris says it's good. It's good. It's good. The only issue is Tom Holland. It, it just doesn't feel like Nathan. <laughs> I, I, I also heard Mark Wahlberg just plays himself. He does. It'd have been a great. <laughs> well, I, I heard that a lot of people were trying to get Nathan Fillion to play in that play Nathan Drake. Oh yeah, they, they did. Ooh. Did you not see ten that years short ago? Film? That'd have been great. Did, ten you, years did ago. you not see that short film they they did on YouTube Mm-mm. where he was Nathan Drake? They uh, they they did a a short. Well, they took it from thing, from yeah. other TV shows and stuck him in the. Make it look they, like they a trailer did. or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I, I think he actually filmed it. I don't remember, but mm-hmm. yeah, they did a thing with him as like if, when he was. When well, it was fresh out of Firefly, mm-hmm. oh, he'd be a great Nathan Drake. He'd be perfect. That's, that's the issue. Is that, like that's the other issue about movies is that no matter who how great actor is in the role, mm-hmm. eventually they're gonna get too old to do it. Right. You know, yeah. Patrick Stewart is a perfect Professor X. Mm-hmm. Every time they have him, but he is exactly what I would imagine Professor X to be. But eventually. He's gonna age out of it, and eventually, it's not. It's gonna be impossible for him to, you know, be able to do it. Same with like them having the, the casting for Magneto and Charles Xavier in those X Men movies were perfect. Mm-hmm. Ian McKellen and could, Patrick Stewart was perfect. They could bring Nathan Fillion into the universe if they did Doctor Horrible's Sing Along Blog Two to the sequel. Harry's just like, what are you talking about? I know what you're talking about, but like, I don't know if I want to. I don't, know. I don't want a sequel. I really don't you want a sequel. I don't. I don't. I don't. Horrible, unless, unless the villain is John Barrowman. Okay. Well, that we're talking. John Barrowman <laughs> and Nathan Fillion playing against each other, singing, oh <laughs> and Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> Narrating. Yeah. Oh, music. Oh, music. Oh, Neil Patrick Harris and Morgan Freeman narrating mm. Mm. against each other with uh, mm. Nathan Fillion and and uh, um, John Berman. That'd be good. Yeah. I'm all for that. Make that happen, somebody. Yeah, yeah. yeah the superhero movies have gotten to this point yeah. where there's they're trying really hard to capture the magic of what what that first big arc of the of the MCU was. Yeah. And because a well, lot of the characters is, died and they and a lot of the character stories have ended, they're trying to like, I think I think the shows are actually more entertaining than some of the later movies are. Like WandaVision was very unique and very good. Loki, very good. Hilarious, fun. You know those the, the werewolf at night, uh, 
Guardians of the Galaxy's uh, the the Christmas special. Mm-hmm. Perfect like, show. Well, I haven't seen Werewolf by Night. I feel like that's exactly what I mean. It's a movie that's standalone with its own character that even if it has some connection to the outside world, it's meant to be this thing mm-hmm. by itself. Okay. And while, while it can connect to other things, it's uniquely Werewolf by Night. But just like WandaVision was basically her story of what happened to her it was still within the larger universe it's still tied into things that happen but it was limited to her and vision and right. the new you know mm-hmm. rambo but character my my, my issue was vision was there was way way too much darcy for that movie for that show that's that was my issue is that, that there was way she was too in much like of that 20 minutes of it no, she wasn't. She was the main yeah. crux of the outside of the world things. Just for a little bit. I mean, not really. She, no, Agatha's she, the one that stole that movie. That show, I, I agree. Catherine Hahn. Yeah, she mm-hmm. was wonderful. She's yeah. the one that was the big thing in that movie. I, I thought that Darcy was much more of just a, a bounce-off to the Rambo character. Yeah, but the, again, there was way too much... It spent way too much time with her outside of the Wanda bubble for my, in my opinion, because it was half the show for most of it, but that's just me. I feel like they spent, was just, he, she was it. just the person who kind of figured out that it was a TV show, blah, blah, blah. And then she was pretty much done. She was kind of relegated to the side. I, I thought she had less too little time. I thought she needed to be in more. No, I mean, she or, was more or the, not so much in more, but more, she had more to do. I, I I feel like they spent a, too much time with her, but that's just me. But that's more of I wanted like that. Scott just says the early MCU had breadcrumbs. New movies gives you egg or flour or yeast, and you don't get anything unless you watch three other movies and mix it together. Uh, honestly, I'm just still shocked that uh, Marvel doesn't also do a comic book and a video game. But you know, oh, because they don't care about the comic books yeah, and the video care. games. They they license those out. That, that's right. why. That's yeah. why when yeah. Insomniac said to do the this Wolverine game is going to be awesome because it'd be rated M and Wolverine can just murder people. Nice, nice, awesome. <laughs> All right, so yeah, so we've decided like some people do have some superhero fatigue. I think there's a lot of good stories to tell, but I feel like they're still standing the same one. So like the Marvel checklist is a real thing. You know, you've got to have massive CGI fight at the end, sky beam. Um, choreograph fights. And, uh, we've got to kill some henchmen that you don't feel nothing about because you do realize that they know that, right? Mm-hmm. That they they're aware of it now because mm-hmm. they made fun of it mm-hmm. in Shield. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just totally because, ripped yeah, themselves. I don't, I don't, I don't just because they're aware of it of doesn't yeah, mean just, they're not going to do it. They're going to keep doing. It. They didn't do it for the end of Shield. Like Shield the, ended the, differently. There's a difference of being uh, aware to it and yeah. be, executing it correctly. Like the CW, to me, the CW knew their formula with the Arrowverse, and they just stuck with it. <laughs> but that, that's the other thing, right? Is that that was the TV show? The movies, mm-hmm. almost every movie has ended with a big C. Even. Uh, Wakanda Forever ended with a big CGI fight at the end. Like that, that, that even yeah, though they know beams. it's there, even though they know it's there, it doesn't yeah. change they, the fact that they just, do it. I just love the fact that they were talking about these movies have a formula and it always has ends up with this big fight. And they were just they were saying everything that's that we're saying right now, and so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're aware of it now. Whether like okay. I said, do they do anything about it or not? It's gonna be fun, yeah. but. The, the other issue, 
The, there's a big issue in general with the comic book stuff is because comic books in general as a physical medium reading it not have died down even more than they were when the MCU started. Mm-hmm. His comic books are slowly and but and methodically lost ground yep. over and over and over again, and people have stopped reading. I I can mm-hmm. like thinking of the last big Marvel event that anybody knows and cares about. I the House of X when they decided to make the mutants live on an island by themselves, and the last Mar the last DC thing was uh, Dark Knight's Death Metal. Where it was the sequel to Dark Knight's Metal, and they decided to go here. You guys like the alternate Batman's? Here's even more alternate Batman's that are dark, I guess, because it's it feels like comic books have lost a lot of ground. Mm-hmm. Not just because the stories are so interconnected, but also when things big things happen, nothing matters. We're doing this big crossover event that takes over all these books and then it's over and everything goes back to the status quo and nobody wants to talk about it and it affects like one character a little bit. How much of that is because the whole generation of people who would normally go buy comic books are just watching the movies now and TV shows because they're getting that comic book stuff there. So why go to a comic book store, buy this thing, wait a month, get another thing? And I mean, I think... Them trying to put the media out on digital is helping, mm-hmm. but it's not the same thing either. It's and it's not easily done. You still have to jump through some hoops there, and it's mm-hmm. not the other thing, which is a thing that gets talked about a lot on the with the comic YouTubers and stuff I watched, is how much manga has eaten into the comic book market. Because because as stated, because there's a beginning, middle, and end and they're self-contained, and everything that happens in it affects everything else in the stories, people are more drawn, at this point, they're, uh, they're, they're more drawn to the mangas, because mangas have, like, three to four times outsold comic books at this point, last year. But do you think that's sales. because the main driver behind buying those, co- those books are 13-year-old boys? So nerds? Nerds who buy comic books? But it's one of those, that, that's the issue is that comic books and manga are kind of the same market that they're looking for. Right. And if you're a 13 year old boy and you're looking at this comic book of characters that you can watch on Disney plus, and you've got this book over here, that's got all kinds of weird stuff going on in it that might titillate a 13 year old boy. But, which I, mean, one do you I, gravitate to? but I could also make that argument of there's an anime for that. They could, they don't need to read the manga. They can just go watch the anime. It's the exact same argument, but think, manga but it's is not as easy to get to the anime as it is. I mean, yeah, you can go to Crunchyroll or something like that. You have to kind of go where to go get it. Whereas Netflix has the, com- the okay. Netflix because <laughs> anime yeah, Netflix, Netflix and who I admit I am not. I don't know where to get anime. Mm-hmm. And I'm so, not an anime so guy. I'm just saying the the show I forced Paul to watch yesterday. We watched it all on Hulu. All the all twenty six episodes are on Hulu, and it was rated M, so it was an actual. They, they have and, all ages stuff on there, and it wasn't a watch party. They all watched their individual accounts. <laughs> Jesus, but no, it's a, it's just as accessible as the MCU stuff. It's just more of the fact that manga <laughs> manga is more self contained, and the consequences last because in comic books, the you're paying five dollars a month 
or if not more, mm-hmm. for a story for a story arc that in a year's time isn't going to matter. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, they got to reboot in ten years, right? Okay. Or, or, yeah. or they shift the time scale and <laughs> retcon everything and made it so that when way when Peter Parker was married, well, he's not married anymore. Or yeah, that uh, stuff that happened was a couple years ago. I have to say, it's part of the reason why I ended up getting out of comics. Yeah. Because I'm watch, I'm reading these, I'm going through all this stuff, Crisis Infinite Earth, we're going to fix the timelines, blah, 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 and we're going to start over with these, and we had a reboot, okay, it's fine, and you go to do it again, and then you go to do it again, and it's just like, this is the perfect, more, this reboot is perfect for me to stop. Right. Right. I'll, exactly. I'll read the end of the end of the crossover, I'll find out what happened, and then I can walk away. Mm-hmm. Right, and, and then that's that, and really. that's why again, that's why manga eats into that kind of that kind of market because it it gives the people who want to read comic books. I want to hold a comic book and read a comic book in my hand, and I want everything I've to, I've read to matter. Don't worry, people who are who are watching this. Future Diary is the thing I'm going to talk about on our next media episode. So Don't worry, we'll get into how bad and stupid it is. Is Future Diary that. just DC Marvel condensed? Oh, it's, it's it's stupider than that. It's stupider than okay, that. Okay, all right. We'll, we'll, Trust me, we'll get it. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. We'll we'll it. All right. But, all right. Mean, I'm image comics. I actually like I like the image. Manga is basically giving the people that were into comic books and loved like being able to read the stories and knowing that this this character that I want to read. If I'm going to read Spider Man, I can read this story all the way through, and everything about Spider Man will make sense. They won't change it. They won't get rid of it. But instead of it just being in color, it's in black and white, and I have a thicker book of it, and it's I can keep reading it. And I know that these characters, everything that happens in them, happens to them will matter. Yeah, get some floppies. Right. It's it matters to these characters. Yeah, and it it and that's really what pulled a lot, like that's why the manga market is so popular right now is because it's pulling those comic book fans that want to to physically read a comic book and putting them in a in a place that like you know that this story will have a beginning a middle and an end and these and the things that will happen to this main character is going to matter to this main character from beginning from chapter one to chapter 200 or whatever all right well before this episode gets too long in the tooth i can feel like we probably go another few hours which you know i mean i don't have work tomorrow so i don't either I I actually have uh, three different servers to reboot uh, because like uh, so at work we went over. <laughs> I work for a very can, small. I, I work for a small I company. Can, I can chat you some PowerShell code and do those automatically at a time, time interface time. Just um, all the ser- uh, no the Windows ones are done. The Windows servers are done. I've got Windows Administrative Center. <laughs> the ones are done. It's the Linux ones, and not all of them are Ubuntu based. It's the other ones <laughs> that that and the that I don't control that I never built. And it's the legacy department that, like, so I can't even use, like, uh, the Terraform stuff, stuff messing with it anyways. So, like, uh, I've got to wake up early in the morning, get those booted. Those got stupid names, too, which are some of them are kind of cool, but some of them are kind of dumb. So I've got to reboot those servers. And then I still have to, what is it? I've got three different, yeah, I've got work to do tomorrow. I'm sorry. So I have Wednesday off. No, that that starts my, uh, my my pain my pain week and a half 
I work every day until the or the thirtieth. Well, well, I'm on vacation, have, but Wednesday Wednesday's when the snow is going to start hitting, and I got to get a lot of. I want to get some stuff done outside while I can. That's okay. fair. That's fine. But no, I, I'm on vacation. I can do whatever I want. So. That's cool. Yeah, that's yeah. Here you go. Go to your wagey. We can, we, can, we can talk about, you know, science and stuff anytime you want. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. All right. Well, before the episode gets too long on the truth, like I said, Go on, like, uh, get hang up. Remember, all those listening this far, you're the true fan, you're a true fan of low key wall. You could have been listening to anything else in the world, but you decided to listen to this. And that, I thank you. Remember, this is a live show. So, if you're listening on a podcast, boy, remember, we do this show Mondays at 9 a, uh, 9, oh, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, we go over about an hour. Uh, today, we went a little over. So, most of the times, we go a little bit over because we can keep talking. Um, we also have our big show. We was going to do it this Friday, but we'll be pushing it back to next Friday. So, the 30th, we're going to push and do our big for our show um we're gonna bring some people over from the larger network that we did talk to some of them um some of we so we're gonna get we're gonna get some more people pulled which this might be the our so not this one but the one in january we're probably gonna do that next one in person hopefully um, um i think uh, we got the i think that one will have the tent set up so right now can just camp uh, so we'll be ready for the big show the next day mm-hmm. granted it'll be snowing but you know he'll be fine um <laughs> he's a tough guy uh <laughs> But yeah, uh, so dependencies. Yeah, remember this. I, I, I want everyone to come and enjoy this show live. I think that's the best part of this show. If you enjoyed it, had some of the fun, come be in the front of the show live. Join in the conversation. We have a lot of fun um, up here. You're doing these episodes live on Monday nights. So uh, once again, I want to say thank you for listening and uh, say, say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Uh, they're waving for the people listening to the podcast. I said bye, everybody. They're, they're, they're you, yours didn't get, get registered, by the way. Well, you yeah. talked over me. That's fine. Sure, sure. Bye. Bye. <laughs>